Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss all things urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Urticaria. My name is Marcus. I'm here in Berlin and I'm here in Berlin with the UCARE team. And this is really a very special episode because not only am I talking to one urticariologist and friend, I'm talking to four of them. So hello, Laura, Rebecca, Julia, and Reinhardt. Hi there, Marcus. Hello, Marcus. Hello, everybody. Wonderful to have you all here. Look, UCARE wouldn't work, uh, and the same is true for ACARE, uh, without you. You are the heart and soul of this very network, and uh, I would love to you you to share some of the insights that come from the UCARE office from you as project managers. Uh, for those of you who don't know the UCARE network as well as you do, just a brief introduction. We have now close to 130 centers, I believe, in more than 40 countries. We have 30 applicant country um, uh, centers. So uh, quite a bit of work that is coming your way. We are the largest urticaria network. Um, on this planet. And the four of you, with a little bit of help um, from Emilia, I understand you're managing all of this. And over the scope of the next 15 minutes or so, we will see some of what you guys do and help the network do. And I'm going to start with how this actually works. I understand you, Rebecca, are uh, in charge when it comes to managing all these applications. Can you give us uh, just a a, a quick spiel of how can one become a UCARE office, uh, uh, sorry, a UCARE member, and uh, what happens in the office when you get such an application? Of course, Marcus, um, I love to. Um, first of all, you told us that we would be the heart. I would say our centers are the heart of the network. And uh, so it's really, really important to know how to become one of our centers. Um, so first step would be to complete the application form. The UK application form can be found on our website or you just email to us and we'll send it to you, of course. Um, then we'll send an audit package which has all the information you need to to become one you care. You have to um, you have to fulfill 32 UCARE criteria, such as you have to have at least one physician and one nurse to be specialized on specialized on urticaria. You have to be regularly trained on urticaria, of course. There has to be a quality management system, of course, and such things you have to fulfill to become a UCARE. Um, then we'll start to look for an auditor mm -hmm. who, who can be auditor. Uh, and it's like this. Any head or deputy of our network can be your auditor. So you just can think about who is already in our network, who we are already um, know and friend with maybe who can come join you at at your site or of course um, at this stage we have the pandemic, we have um, a special situation so most of our audits take place online at the moment. Absolutely. And after, I've, you know, Rebecca, you've invited me many times to do this. So um, right. it is a fun process and we, we are a peer reviewed network. And really, it's it's much more than an audit per se. You know, it's a way to get to know each other, to learn about what we do, what uh, what we drive. Um, so what what is it that 
people need to do in order to prepare for such an audit? How much time does it take? Who should be in such an audit uh, meeting? Yes, um, if they prepare for the audit, um, they really have to think about what are the 32 criteria and they have to think about how they fulfill them. So they would, we ask them to prepare a documentation mm -hmm. that shows in how far they meet the criteria. So maybe they can use photographs or they can use certificates or website screenshots in order to show this. Perfect. And in the meeting, mostly they are um, the physician, the head and the deputy, maybe sometimes the, the nurse will be to to show some things. And of course, the auditor. Normally, we are not there. Yeah. Just, there will be a photo of the of the setup of the setting, and then we get the report at the end mm -hmm. from the auditor. And what happens then once you get the report from yes. this audit? We have a wonderful UK steering committee and they will review the report and then they will vote on it. Mm -hmm. And if it is successful, and we hope it will be, um, then they will get their certificate. And this will Perfect. be valid for two years then. Okay. After these two years, you have a re-audit. And this will be um, valid then for three years and after the next re-audit for four years and so on. That's the process. Super. Well, it's, it is straightforward. I know it and I know how well you manage this and people out there who are thinking about becoming a UCARE member should know you guys, especially you, Rebecca, uh, in the office, but also in the steering committee. We are very happy to help with questions that are there and uh, I, ideas that may need discussion before you apply or once you have applied. And I understand that we also have quite a bit of information on the website. There's a movie yes. one can watch and a briefing document. So wonderful. Thank you so much. That is, of course, a, a key um, task that you have in the office to keep this network together, to to grow it and to make it live on. And then uh, a second part that you guys also really uh, help a lot with are the scientific projects. So I'm going to turn to you, uh, Julia, because you've taken it upon yourself to um, look at all these different projects. Give, give us a little bit of feedback. Who are you and how can you help? How do you help to run UCARE projects? Yes, uh, hi. So my name is Julia and I'm the newest team member. I only joined one month ago exactly. So uh, I'm also still learning and very excited about all the amazing things happening in the UCARE network. So um, scientific projects, as you said, are a really big part of UCARE. And um, just some numbers to start. So far, we have supported over 20 projects and there's wow. more ongoing. Yeah. And um, maybe just to explain how, how does one become a UCARE project and what are the advantages? Sorry about that. So step one, check our website to see if there is already uh, an ongoing or past project that does what you want to do. If no, proceed. <laughs> then you can send a project application to our office and you can find the application um, on our website, of course. And in this proposal, it's not very long, but we just want to know the key parameters, such as the objective, of course, whether you have funding, what support you would need from us, what your publication strategy is, etc. And then um, your application will be reviewed by our steering committee. And if the answer is positive, we will assign you a project advisor. And then the ball is in your court. Julia, how often does it happen that the steering committee says, oh, this is not such a good idea? 
I have never seen this happen over the last years. I think we usually encourage projects to move forward or we help to develop them so that they become uh, really cool UCARE projects. And as you said, you know, we've completed many of them. Um, so, so what happens then? Then it's back to the project coordinator. Exactly. So then um, basically then you start with whatever your project entails and uh, we keeping us, so the UCARE office in the loop at every step. So usually um, you, of course, outline, okay, what are the steps for my project? Like, okay, do I have to make a questionnaire? Do I have to get ethics approval, etc.? So you know the steps, we know the steps, and then we'll check in. Hey, how are you going? Uh, what's the next, you know, phase? Mm -hmm. And um, finally, essentially, of course, the goal is publication or yes. uh, to present the results uh, at a conference or something. And this will also be posted on our website. Absolutely. And, and, and uh, just to say that individual projects have managed to uh, result in three publications. No, think about the Curic project or also the, uh, the, the cold CE project, yeah, no? CE very CE. productive, very, very good outcome, a lot of learning. So these UCARE projects really help uh, uh, us as a community to understand the disease better and improve the management. Uh, but, but what are the advantages of going through the UCARE office when you have such an idea for, for a project? So um, I think one of the biggest advantages uh, in general, as we've already outlined, the UCARE network is the largest network for Uticaria worldwide. So think of the resources, think of the numbers of patients that you could maybe access through going through our network, the physicians, the colleagues that could also help you and collaborate with you. So just the large size of our network, I think is one huge advantage. And then, um, in addition, so UCARE itself, we don't provide funding per se, but we can help. We can help with advice, communication, statistics. Um, the over the UCARE office, we send emails through to our, you know, all the UCARE centers. So it's just a lot of support, and um, also, of course, like we said, so the U the your projects will be presented at uh, GOOF and UCARE meetings, posted on the website. So um, it's just. Uh, a big and a valuable resource to do your project through the UCARE network. Absolutely. And thank you so much for doing this for us and for all the project leaders who have done projects, are currently doing projects, and are planning to do a UCARE project. And talking about resources, there are two more very big resources that are with the uh, UCARE network. One is our global registry, Cure, the Chronic Uticaria Registry, and one is the Cruise app, Chronic Uticaria Self-Evaluation, that I talked about uh, with uh, Sophia in one of the episodes of this podcast. And uh, Reynard, those are two uh, babies that you are especially fond of, I know, and uh, tell us a little bit more about those and um, yep. what, what's behind Cruise and Cure. So uh, basically, we like to call it tools for the UCARE. You know that uh, it's it's tools that uh, our patients and other physicians can use. Um, and uh, to first go in about cure, um, as you said, oh not cure. I actually want to speak about cruise first. Um, going about cruise, um, as you mentioned, you actually spoke to Sophia last week about mm -hmm. it. And um, I would recommend all our listeners uh, that haven't heard it yet, whether you're a physician or a patient, go back and listen to it because. We believe that this is going to be the future in Utakaria treatment tools. 
Um, it's 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 going to be big. Why? Um, Why? Well, basically, I, I want to give. I know you guys went in, but you know, into a lot of detail last week. But I want to give a brief, just a, a sum up of what OV, how it works. And mm-hmm. um, basically, at the moment, as you know, um, like continued monitoring and documentation of urticaria disease activity is vital for patients to receive optimal treatment. Yeah. And uh, currently, how does it work? Well, um, you have to fill out uh, loads of questionnaires about your disease activity. And usually this is done when you get to your physician. Hmm. Um, and, um, you know, thinking about this, this can lead to inaccuracies. Why? Well, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Um, and I imagine most people can't. Um, yeah. Now, imagine getting to your physician and having to tell them how you felt Tuesday two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the cruise, uh, the cruise app is simplifying this. Um, basically patients can fill in these questionnaires daily on their smartphone. Um, there will be push notifications to remind them, um, every day to fill in, um, their questionnaires and, and basically have some good tracking of their disease activity. And, um, then they can share this information directly with their physicians, um, whether it's by email or by showing it to them when they're at the physician's office. Um, it's just, it, it just makes sense. Um, yeah. And ba- yeah, basically the mission of Cruise is um, to bring health self-monitoring to patients with Uticaria to the 21st century. Perfect, perfect idea. And how does this complement or how is this different than Cure? because Cure is also a way to capture data. Of course, it's not data that is entered into this registry by patients, but um, yeah. okay, what well, is Cure? Yeah, well, Cure, the Chronic Uticaria Registry, um, was set up as an academia-driven open-ended registry um, for all subforms of chronic uticaria. Uh, to assess duration, the, the course, response of treatment, and uh, of course, all the underlying co- uh, causes of uh, uticaria. And um, yes, so Cure is hosted at the moment um, by a, a, a nonprofit organization, UNEF, mm-hmm. um, and it's supported by us and other organizations. And uh, it's also, in addition, endorsed by Galen and the Yaki and uh, the EADV. And, um, this registry is open to all um, Uticaria treatment physicians and centers, and uh, Cure aims to collect quality real-life data um, on chronic Uticaria um, for patients, uh, you know, the patient characteristics, uh, the cause of the disease, underlying causes, comorbidities, uh, treatment responses, and um, of course, of course, the, the quality of life um, impairment um, that, 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 this would, uh, that Uticaria causes. Wonderful tool, wonderful resource. I understand that thousands of uh, patient data have already been included in Cure. Cruise is about to start uh, to launch this month in March of 2022, and then hopefully to come to all UK countries eventually and soon. Yes, yeah. Perfect. Very well, good. The great thing is, firstly, firstly we launch it, um, of course, in the German-speaking countries and also in the UK, and. Um, yeah, and then we will be moving it through Europe and eventually we will take over the world. Oh, thank goodness. Well, <laughs> help patients take over control of their disease all across the world. That's the goal. That's the aim. Thank you, Reina, um, uh, for all your help with this and for helping the Cure and Cruise team and physicians and patients to use these tools to the best of their 
to the best of their use. And um, as you can all imagine, this is uh, quite a big operation that costs quite a bit of money. So I'm very happy to have uh, you here. Um, Laura, you have been with the UK office for the longest of uh, all of the project managers and uh, funding is your big thing. You help to fund the UK conferences, the Global Eticaria Forum, the network itself, the projects, uh, uh, Carrier Day as one of the big activities. Laura, tell us a little bit about uh, how this network stays alive and what people <laughs> can do to help with this. Um. Yeah, so maybe what's very important to, to know in this aspect is um, that most of our, or basically all of our programs are free of charge to, um, you know, either our uh, centers and applicant centers such as the UK conference or they are completely free for, for everyone. Um, and um, so we fund ourselves through sponsorships, um, you know, for example, for, for different projects, for different um, activities that we have. So we have um, our webinars, our Make a Difference webinars are, are funded. Um, the, the UK conference is, um, is a great opportunity to, to, um, to gain sponsors and to, to sponsor our programs and so on. Um, they're really, we're just building up um, our annual funding program. Um, and yeah, so they're really a wide range of activities that you can sponsor, that you can um, support us with. And Fantastic. So many opportunities and uh, maybe the right time to thank all of our supporters and sponsors for their continued and generous support. We couldn't do this without you. Um, so we're very, very grateful for your help. And if you out there are now thinking, my goodness, how can I help these people to do the good work they're doing? Well, reach out to us. Uh, we are a non-for-profit organization. Your contribution, your um, uh, your money is tax deductible and uh, we would love to have it to support our activities, our projects, our meetings. So do be in touch, uh, check what we do. We have a wonderful website that um, our UCARE office is keeping alive and keeping up to date. I want to thank all four of you for being here today. Um, Rebecca, Julia, Reynard and Laura, you're doing a great job and uh, the whole network and also uh, the whole community, the Uticaria community is very grateful to you and we appreciate the, the work that you do. Look, there's much more to talk about. So I'm going to invite you back uh, one of these days to talk about You Care Level Up, You Care For You, You Day and some of the other projects and activities and programs and platforms that we didn't have time to talk about today. For now, I'm going to say goodbye. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much for being with us here today on All Things Urticaria and people out there. Do tune back in to our next episode. And if you have something that you would like us to talk about, do let us know. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into UCARE.
If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.